back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the Ticket Water Cooler, we'll get back back to some Matt Rule sound bites from practice here. But I did want to take a minute to laugh at the Minnesota Timberwolves because the Minnesota Timberwolves season will likely come to an end here in the next couple of days. They're going to have a few chances at it. They play the Los Angeles Lakers tonight for the battle for the seventh seed in the play-in tournament the NBA has. Um, and uh, then if they lose that game, they'll have a chance to take on the winner of the Pelicans and Thunder. So I, I guess they somewhat have a, a decent chance of still making uh, – the playoffs, but they're going to have to do so tonight uh, without two of their best players. Rudy Gobert, who they traded four number one draft picks and basically five draft picks for because they also traded their first round pick, Walker Kessler, Uh who, by the way, added uh, averaged more blocks per game this year than Rudy Gobert did. Uh, But in any case, yeah, he's actually a pretty good player. Granted, people people were trying him. People stopped trying Gobert, but it's fine. It's fine. I understand it. I get it. It is what it is. Uh, Either way, um, they're without him, uh, Gobert, because he got in a fight with a teammate, uh, Kyle Anderson, who... It was it was calling him the B word, so he, he he went out and said you can't do that. So I'm gotta gonna take control, my long swing at him. Got to control your emotions, man. Yeah, and so uh, Gobert, you can't take a swing at a teammate. They suspend him a game, which is happens to be a, a, the playoff game, the biggest game of the year. Uh, and yeah, Caden no McDaniel's deal. their what third, fourth leading scorer. Yep. Uh, also out because he punched something, and now he's he's in a cast. He punched a wall. He punched a wall. He was going into the tunnel, punched a wall, broke his hand. Yeah. And so this is the same Timberwolves team that said, hey, you know what? We got in. I mean, we just got to we gotta push everything in. Maybe I'm feeling this. like we didn't quite capitalize when they had KG and, yep. and Stephon Marbury. And, and so when you're a small market team, you just got to push all the chips in. Take a chance. Trade the future. And now they're in the play-in game without the guy they traded for. Yep. Nope, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> everything worked out exactly how it should have. Yes. Sorry, Timberwolves. It's just not. It's just not in the cards for you. Well, they confused me altogether because I don't think they should have traded D'Angelo Russell. I know that they feel like he was going to walk because he'll be a free agent this offseason. Mm-hmm. But no, oh, you get him for something instead of losing him for nothing. Well, they got Mike Conley. I I get that. I'm just thinking, you know. I, th- I thought you were. Going, I thought you were really going all in here. Yeah, if you were going for the playoff push, but they they wanted Ant to lead the team. So. Yeah. So they did finish 42-40, and 40 and, and they'll play the Lakers tonight for the play-in game. Uh, on the eastern side, I'll be paying attention because my Celtics will play the winner of the game tonight between Atlanta and Miami. Let's go, Hawks. I don't want to see Miami or Pat Riley in the playoffs. Did you see that uh, Trey Young might get traded? Yeah, I was the higher The higher-ups gave the GM and, and all those people that have that power, they gave them the authority to look for Trey Young trades. Oh, so if they want to, if they get a good enough deal, I mean Trey Young might be on the market this offseason. That's interesting. You'd be you better I mean, you better get a return there because Atlanta Remember when John Collins was on the market for like John Collins eight is months? always on the market. I feel like he's still on the market. He's for like four years yeah. it's been like, hey, John Collins will probably get traded. Yeah. Didn't happen. they they just got uh from the from the Spurs. Who was it? Oh, the Hawks? Yeah. It was one of the shooting guards. What's oh, his? Murray. Yeah. Dejounte yeah. Murray. Murray. Yeah. Still Nothing. Great job, yeah. Hawks. Yeah, they haven't taken that. It's it's a few different teams that have had uh, had conference finals appearances in the last couple of years uh, have not been able to replicate that success. And uh, it's kind of just interesting to ask where the NBA is going as far as a scorer's league. I saw this stat today. 57 NBA players averaged 20 or more points per game this year. Wow. 57. 
Uh, six players averaged over 30 back in 2014. I know this is going back a, a few years, but mm-hmm. you know, you know, about a decade ago, less than that, zero players averaged 30 Jeez. and 20 players averaged 20. Well, keeping it in that, there were uh, n- no teams this year scored under 80 points. Not once. Not once. Yeah. That hasn't happened since sometime back in the 60s, I believe. So that's interesting. Yeah. Of course, it's the three-point era. More, you know, the, the hell hey, it, did, it didn't happen in the 90s when it was tough defense. Oh, Teams were still... <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to make of all of it, except for it, obviously they've they've you know with the shorter shot clock and stuff on rebounds. Um, they've changed some things, obviously, to be more of an offensive league. And you can well hear all the guys say NBA doesn't play defense and all that. But um, it's uh, scoring's kind of getting out of hand. You have to like change the way you think about mm-hmm. points per game averages now because. If 57 guys are averaging 20, it's no longer like you're part of that elite, you know, top 20. You're top like, oh, yeah, I guys. scored 20 points. And it's like, you know, that everybody scores 20. Yeah. When you that's if you not don't a... score 20, you're cut. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Unless you're a six man and you're scoring like 17, then it's okay. I also saw this, and it's kind of a weird. And um, uh, DeMarcus Cousins is, is signing actually to go play in Puerto Rico because he's going to try to make an NBA comeback. But more importantly than any contribution DeMarcus Cousins will make from here forth in the <laughs> In, in in the game of basketball was uh, him talking about Nikola Jokic and saying um, that he feels like he can't get a, get the three-time MVP because then he would be in the GOAT discussion and he doesn't deserve to be in the GOAT discussion. Um, I don't think that that's necessarily the case, right? I mean, I, I, I think it's a regular season award. If no, nobody can come up with a, a legitimate argument for why Nikola Jokic should not win this year's MVP, like a legitimate argument. Joel, Joel, I'm saying Joel Embiid is probably the next closest, right? Yeah. Joel Embiid scored more points than Nikola Jokic. Nikola averaged more rebounds. Nikola averaged more assists. Nikola had a better shooting percentage. Nikola, I, I believe, shot better from three point. Like Nikola Jokic did everything better. His team's than, number one. His team is the number one seed in the West. Yeah. His, he did everything better than Joel Embiid this year, aside from probably on the defensive end. But if you, like, it's. Nobody can give me a legitimate argument for why Nikola Jokic should not win the MVP and Joel Embiid should outside of, well, it's not fair to give him three MVPs or we can't give him three MVPs because then he's in the GOAT conversation or, you know, people are getting burnt out by him and his greatness and all that. That's that. That's not a legitimate argument for him not to win it. You need to come. You need to come at somebody who who believes this with a legit argument in terms of you know Joel Embiid did this for his team and he did this for his team and blah blah blah. Uh, you know better at a better level than Nikola Jokic did for the Denver Nuggets, and I haven't heard it yet. Well, it is interesting because the NBA historically, when you look at these MVPs too, um, sometimes you like past success it gets gets uh, used against you, right? Like. Michael Jordan probably should have won a lot more MVPs. LeBron should have won more MVPs. Heck, Kobe has won. Um, you know, so some, you know, mm-hmm. I there, it, it's it's somewhat of a, you know, the NBA MVP is somewhat of like what what's hot, what what have you done for me lately type mm-hmm. of award. And if and and you know, then if if you're uh, somebody that is is established, and then you just have a monster year, maybe you can get back into to the fight. But um, it is interesting. I just don't think that you can. Uh, step back and, and and argue based on history that you don't you don't want him to be in the goat conversation because quite honestly he's he's not I mean he's he's great 
it's it's like Steve, uh, you know, Steve Nash winning back to back MVPs that puts him, you know, as far as guys that have won two MVPs in a row, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of them. That doesn't make him a top ten player. It just does. Like no, like Jokic is great in his own way, but even at the center position, he's not Will. He's not Bill Russell. He's not Shaq. I mean, he's not probably Akeem Olajuwon. There's a lot of great no. guys. He's still and he's still got a lot of career left. Uh, maybe he can catch those guys, but just because he has three MVPs. That doesn't make him the that GOAT. That doesn't make him the GOAT just, just because makes, they didn't do it. That just means that in his prime, he was the best player of the NBA at that time. Now, it is That's interesting. Really all it is. I mean, Tim Duncan has, what, two MVPs? Yeah. And he's never in the GOAT conversation. He's a fantastic player. Yeah. he And he's, I mean, he's a top 10 player, everybody acknowledges, but they just they just won't. A lot of times, I don't hear him in people's top 10s. Really? He gets left out, but they'll, they'll honorable mention him. He's probably yeah. top 15. Like, he's he's top 25 easily, top 20 probably. But I hear him a lot of the time in like top 15s, never really in top 10s. He's great, but he's he's boring in like yeah. He just didn't do anything. He just didn't <laughs> yeah. do anything. He Mr. just played, fundamental. He yeah. went in, he played basketball at a high level, and that was it. Yeah, that's it. So much so that we liked his teammates better. Like Manu was a six man, and everybody yeah, like, loves Manu. Everybody's like, oh, Manu Ginobili and yeah. the Spurs. I'm like, no, it's Tim Duncan and the Spurs. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, Tim Duncan. Yeah, he's boring. Yeah, he's, he's great, but he's he's boring. They're like Tony Parker. He, he was married yeah. to Eva Longoria. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> now Jokic does. The, the 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 deal is it does feel a bit odd if he does get three MVPs and they have another disappointing um, playoffs, you know, because he, at, at some point to establish yourselves up, up there, um, you got to have some playoff success. He mm-hmm. doesn't have a whole lot of that. But again, this is a regular season award separate from the playoffs, and that will be factored in. Like if you're just a guy that's just like, oh, I'm just going to look at one award and decide who's the greatest player of all time. Well, you know, it, it, there's just I, that's my the fault with that argument is just like that's that's not how most people establish the greatest mm-hmm. players of all time. I mean, remember uh, what is it? Mid two thousands, um, well, like twenty tens ish. You know, the LeBron's LeBron's Heat and like late Cleveland and and Cleveland comeback runs, and it was honestly, if if we were being honest with ourselves, LeBron should have won MVP every single one of yeah. those years because if you take him away from those teams, you've seen what those teams look like. Like, Cleveland without LeBron is, is dookie. They're bad. They're terrible. They get the number one pick year after year. Miami without LeBron was pretty good when they still had Wade and Bosh, but wasn't nearly the same yeah. Miami. Nobody was really fearing pretty them as much as they there, were, actually. and pretty good, refer, pretty good before he got there. But once he got there, it was you know you're you're fearing Miami. Um, so those teams without him, and then the Los Angeles Lakers, you've seen them play without him. Although this latest run that they made without him to end the season was pretty impressive. Um, but LeBron James during that time, it's okay if we gave him the MVP. Nobody would really think twice about it because if you take him away from the team, they're not very good. That would make him most valuable. So if you're looking at it that way, Nicole Jokic and Joel Abid are probably pretty close to each other in terms of if you take them away from their team, what does their team look like? But Nikola Jokic is just doing things that you don't see a center do. He's, he, yeah. he, he averaged a, a triple-double pretty much this season. What was it 9.8 uh, um Assists, I believe, is what it was. So he was just off averaging a triple double this season. The centers don't do that, and he's leading his team in in scoring and rebounding and assists. It's 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 ridiculous what he's doing. There's no way he's not going. There's no way he shouldn't win MVP. I'm not going to say not going to because people apparently are are just voting on the fact that it's not fair that Joel Embiid doesn't have an MVP. Which I heard that argument. 
We, there's yeah, no there's, somebody said there's no way that he shouldn't have an MVP in this time. When you look back and you watch his game, if he doesn't win an MVP, it's just not going to look right. I'm like, okay, well, like you just said, Kobe only has one. Yeah, Kobe should definitely have a lot more than one. Yeah, and 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 you just you know it, it's you know it, it, those type of awards too. Like, there's no shame in being runner up mm-hmm. MVP. You just we don't we don't list them off. We don't know those guys yeah. numbers. You know where they're at. Um, but if you consistently a top five player for 12 years in the league, then you'll be one of the greats. Um, I did promise Matt Rule audio. We got to get to break, but here's some real quick Matt Rule audio on Ben Scott. Just doing drills. Yeah, he just has kind of a repetitive MCL. You know, had it but once before had it now, so I'm not in a rush to. You know, force them out there, and we're getting really good work. Like you've heard me say, I think before, Justin Evans Jenkins is doing a really good job for us. I like to pay off on my promises. There you go. The center has a recurring <laughs> MCL injury, but the backup center is doing really well. There you go. We played some Matt. Rule Don't worry, audio. nothing to worry about here. <laughs> we might play some more Matt Rule audio. We'll have Nick uh, come in and uh, do the crossover for the happy hour. So maybe a little bit of a practice report as well. Coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler, ninety-three-seven, the Ticket.